This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 14, Food is a Love Language. Hey there, I'm Becky Proudfit, and with me is my friend and co-host, Becky Higgins. She's throwing me off. I didn't see that coming. It's like there super it backwards. It's, I know it's welcome. so backwards, but it's really fantastic. Thanks. What's up, Becky? I just thought we'd try something new today. We're just shaking things up. We really are. I want to introduce our guest, but I'm not going to yet because I want her to awkwardly look at us like she doesn't <laughs> exist in, on the microphone yet. <laughs> oh, but she's here. Before we introduce Carrie, let's hear a word about this week's sponsor. Between the two of us and actually among the whole BH team, we have a common love for many things, which is why we've been sharing our hashtag BH favorites for a long, long time. Well, when it comes to this brand, there is no exception. Mission Belt is the only belt that my husband and boys wear. And in fact, I'm quite certain that I am not alone in our pickiness about men's belts. You are right about that. We're equally picky in our home and love the Mission Belt brand. Here's why they're so fantastic. The quality is the best. Like, they last forever. There are no holes, which is pretty rad. And this is something you'll see when you visit their website or social media. But also, get this. When you buy a mission belt, you become part of their philanthropic effort, or as they like to call it, the mission. A dollar from every belt goes to fight hunger and poverty worldwide through micro lending. To date, Mission Belt has made over 123,000 unique micro loans that currently total over $3 million. Small loans make huge differences. There are millions of industrious, motivated people striving and fighting for a better life. And sometimes the only thing holding them back is a little capital to get started. It's a hand up, not a hand out. Simply put, Mission Belt makes the best pants holder uppers in the world, and we are certain you are going to love them as much as we do. Visit missionbelt.com, and since we're always looking for a way to save you a few bucks, you can enter Becky10 at checkout, and that'll save you 10%. You know, I think it was Carrie Holt who first told me about the Mission Belt. Really? Yes. It might have been. <gasps> no, I really... But I found about, out about it from our friend Erin Trimble. Yeah. She had, I think she posted something on Instagram or something about this belt, and I was like, what the what? And I ordered one, and immediately, no joke, like... Yeah. Sorry, my dress was caught in my buckle on my shoe. Oh, let's not uh, do that. But I immediately was like, uh, I need to order one of those. Mostly because my son wears uniforms to school. He has to wear a belt every right. single day. And I can't tell you the number of belts that we went through... The holes ripped, the the tab tore off, whatever. So annoying. He's honestly had the same belt for his uniform. I mean, he wears it five days a week to school. Yeah. I think he's had the same belt for three years, which speaks volumes because number one, because there's no holes, it doesn't matter if he's like yes. teeny tiny or that's my favorite. Growing part a little bit. I mean, is, yeah. I, I, we have a bunch of mission belts, and my twelve year old wears them. My husband wears yeah. them. My fourteen year old wears them. They all wear them. Girls. It'll are we talking about belts or are we talking about food? Sorry. Sorry. I really but the real question know. is, I'm pretty- why don't they make, like, <laughs> I know that they're like semi-gender neutral. It's probably not a belt that I would personally wear as a woman. Oh, they make women's belts. Do they? Okay. Oh, I need website. to go and look there because what I'm saying is really, options. for me, an expandable belt because of my love of food <laughs> would not be a bad option. And that's how we're tying <laughs> this into food. We're bringing it around, <laughs> tying it with a pretty little bow. Now Let's be we honest. are going to introduce who is talking on that third microphone over there. None other than my personal hero and the person I want to be when I grow up. No, just no need to be blushing right now. It's how I really feel. Welcome, nice. Carrie Holt. I paid her a sponsorship fee to say that. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. Correct. She is going to make some money off of that statement because... I, well, maybe not money, but she does have some treats in but front will of her you, right I was going to say, but will you bake for us? You have no idea. For those of you, uh, well, everyone, uh, just not those of you who are <laughs> those not of here, you well, listening. Is everyone listening, there are plates and platters of snacks in front of us at this very moment. I just can't wait for the opportunity when I can tell that you two are just going and talking and I can just sit back and have a snack because... You know, that's why we bring. That's why we I bring know. this. Carrie's the girl at Although, the office who brings us all the yummy. Uh, in fact, I'm making so a Carrie Holt recipe for dinner tonight. Ooh. Ooh, which one are you making? Well, are you making those sliders? I'm making the oh, sliders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you, you going what? to add the poppy seeds? Absolutely not. Yeah. Okay. See, I'm See, a they get in the girl. teeth. 
Also, uh, there was an episode about a poppy seed muffin on Seinfeld where poor oh, that's right. positive yes, <laughs> opium usage. Totally remember that. And ever since that, I'm like, we are not eating the poppy seeds. That's so funny. the recipe that she's referring to is I made these little like Becky calls them ham sliders. In my recipe, ham they're sliders. called they're called funeral, funeral sandwiches. sandwiches. Oh, anyway, regardless, I call them pure delicious. They're really delicious, made them. with ha- little Hawaiian rolls and meat and cheese. You can mix and match whatever you want. A delicious sauce of sugar and caramelization goodness. Anyway, we will include that recipe in the show notes. Don't you worry. For those of you oh, who haven't had them, so they are a crowd pleaser. Everybody loves them. And now Becky's family's eating them tonight for dinner. That makes me happy. You know what though? I, bought, I, I bought this What time should I be there? Totally come over. Okay. <laughs> and I'm making 24 and I was looking at the rolls and I'm like, that's not going to be no, near that's enough. Not enough. I need to at least double this recipe. Yeah. Yes. I think 24 is going to be what I consume this evening. The mm-hmm. secret sauce that I learned when you made them the other day was that you use the Hawaiian sweet rolls mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I wasn't using those rolls in the past and I do want to make them that way next time mm-hmm. because Love I've been making them, them for years, but yep. that kind of changed my life when yeah. I had yours. And they sell them like so. in bulk at Costco. They sell them in two oh, bags yeah. of Hawaiian sweet rolls and like yeah. I will do two packages of them and they'll fit on one of those big jelly roll pans like one mm-hmm. like and that right there for my mm-hmm. family. You know, it's really comical. <sighs> What? Carrie said to us before we started recording, this will be the one, I promise you, that will finally be under an hour. And I laughed. I, I laughed okay. at her. Well, you guys, she is not First of all, it is, now, it is now my goal to make that happen. <laughs> Although, truthfully, it's when I thought to. about it, this could be like, but like the three of us in a room is right? like a recipe oh, in for bad. disaster. <laughs> We've been sitting in here ready to record for darn near close to 60 and... minutes. Just shooting the oh, breeze, chatting about all the things. Yeah, hey, I was sharing my Christmas miracles, people. That's, yeah, that's, no, that's what's worth important. It. We're not going to share them here. Can I finish we'll introducing you? Yes, please. Now that we're Sorry. 17 minutes into this. Oh, darn it. No, I just got to say something about Carrie. For those of you who are less familiar than her, you guys don't know this. Fun fact, I'm pointing something out. Ready? Carrie is my... Um, has is my employee that's been with me the longest and Becky is our newest part of BH and so I have my my grandma uh, and your newborn yes the bookends <laughs> the bookends well and frankly that's Hashtag. actually the case because I'm the oldest one here at the company yes, and you are the youngest one we're here the, at the BH company. bookends we are the BH bookends <gasps> oh my gosh I love that that just unfolded <laughs> and we're pretty similar to be honest with you yeah but it is a true lot of I, am the, I am the oldest one here Mm-hmm. age-wise and yeah I've worked for the and company for the seven years and more important than that she Carrie is truly one of my very dearest dearest of all the dear friends because of oh I'm not gonna go there okay we're not gonna go there because I'm gonna get all emotional we're talking okay. about food I it's not love careful. Carrie that's all I will say I love put Carrie. a brownie in your mouth and let's move on <laughs> okay I love Carrie with all of my heart they're not brownies it's Texas sheet cake Texas actually sheet cake. put a sheet cake in there your is a difference put a piece of the sheet cake in Okay. Oh okay. Oh we have invited Carrie to be here today because there is nothing that we all love more than food. <laughs> Can I just say Pretty it? Pretty much what it comes down I to. I mean, <laughs> when it comes to just, well, that's not true. We know that. But we all sincerely, like sincerely, can you say, I love food? I can. I love oh, food. heck yes, I can. I love, I love food. food. But I have to be honest, that relationship with food, it's taken me a while mm-hmm. to get to the point where I love food. Okay, what do you mean? Because it used to be that. I love food, and then there was like all this guilt and yuckiness oh, sure. associated with sure. it. Now, as I've developed a healthier relationship with food, now I love it. Yeah, I just I just love it unabashedly in all Seriously. the ways. At all well, the there's times. nothing healthy about the relationship that I have with food, <laughs> <laughs> or I should say, there's nothing healthy about the food that I have a relationship with. You know what? <laughs> Well, we are about to turn a corner at the the time that this episode actually goes live. People are going to start thinking about their resolutions. We've got everybody who's going to be signing up for weight loss programs. And I say, I say to all of that, that is great and good for you and do that. But for the love, life is short and I love food and, and it's not. I, it, I'm not encouraging that we have an unhealthy relationship with food. We're, but eat the sheet cake. We're not promoting <laughs> diabetes mellitus over here. But what we are saying is, is you can incorporate food in a loving and meaningful yes. way in your life in small doses. It doesn't have to be a deprivation thing. And in fact, when I was in those places where I'm like, I am never going to eat sugar again for the mm-hmm. rest of my life. I hate it. Like it was, it was just always that totally. It was negative in my head. And now I allow myself to have treats when 
when I need when to treat like or when it. I want to treat. And it's okay. It's fine. It's part of my healthful routine of life. Well, and it's part of the human experience. It's a pleasurable experience. And there are so many flavors to experience. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the reason why we titled it what we did, Food is a Love Language, is because we, the three of us sitting here, really believe that. We've experienced it on the giving end and the receiving end. Food is a love language. Mm-hmm. So Carrie... Tell us. Well, I just think food food connects people. I mean, think about people across the world. Like th- we celebrate with food. That's how we celebrate births. That's, That's how true. we celebrate death. That's how we celebrate, you know, traditions and holidays and all those types of things. I mean, food really is what brings people together. I mean, I think of some of my fondest memories and most of them involve food. In mm-hmm. fact, there was a quote that I um, looked up and well, I found anyway. And it said, one of the greatest gifts you can give to people is to cook for them. Yes. And I think that is, and that's from Ina Garten, for those of you who are wondering. Put it anyway, I just, I think that's so true. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the best things that we can do is to share that experience with people. And that is through food. Becky and I were traveling, um, doing podcast work last month. And we, we went to Utah where we did, we recorded a couple of episodes of the podcast and did some other work there. And, um, when we showed up to our friend Amanda's house, which episode was that Beck? We'll look it 11? up. 11? The one, yeah, 10. about, about no, 11 overcoming it was 11. Yep. Um, 11 discouragement discouragement 11. so good anyway the reason I'm bringing this up is because when Becky and I walked into her house um we were greeted with a plate of the most delicious home-cooked it probably was extra delicious to me because I've really been terrible at making homemade meals on a regular basis lately we're not going to go into that topic at this moment <laughs> but it's it's a personal struggle lately that I'm you know I'm just kind of I'm struggling with that and Amanda greets us with this food this you know what pot roast and asparagus, asparagus mashed, and mashed potatoes, potatoes yeah. and I mean just all this goodness and I I kind of got a little teary-eyed She really did. with Amanda and gratitude. I felt her love through her feeding us this beautiful meal. And of course I said, send me all the recipes right now because mm. I want to share this gift. That's what it felt like. I want to share this gift with my family next Sunday. I haven't done it yet, but, <laughs> but it's a goal and I'm going to do it. I haven't lost, lost the recipe, but that's what it feels like. It is love. And when we share it with people, they feel, how do you not feel that? Of course, right? Yep. I mean, sometimes our kids take it for granted, but yep. it's yeah. like any act of service. So, I mean, cooking a meal, planning and preparing a meal is really an act of service. It is. And it takes time. Of course, every act of service at the heart of it mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. an act of love. Of course. Yeah. Yep. True story. So, Karen, on that note, thank you for joining us today. I'm teasing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, kidding. what is, I, we all agree and we all feel that, but what is your background with, like, why do you think this has meant? so much more to you than, than not. Well, because I, so, so growing up, I grew up in Oregon and I grew up in a home where these were things that we did. I remember vividly being in the kitchen with my family, particularly at the holiday season. That's probably where it's the most memorable for me, which Mm -hmm. is probably why it sings so true to me right now. But, um, and just every kind of like baked cookie, candy, bread, all these things all over my kitchen. And then I remember gathering with my family and, placing plates all over the countertop. And then we would go through and we'd say, we'd take two of these cookies and two of these and a couple pieces of bread and all the candy. And we would make these plates that were just piled with, you know, eight or 10 or 12 different like baked goods. A variety. Yeah. A total variety. Like Mm -hmm. so yummy. Like, like the plates that so many of us receive at this time of year. I mean, it is, but I remember that so well. And then we would package those up and we would take them to our neighbors and we would take them to our friends and we would take them to widows that we knew that were home by themselves during the holidays or things like that. And I just remember that so vividly. And so that's something that as I grew and became a mother, I'm like, these are the things that we do. Like we, you know, we always look forward to baking during the holidays and stuff like that. Um, which, by the way, is also how I got out of wrapping any Christmas gifts in my home. Ooh, so, good strategy. Secret. So, years ago, my husband was like, Well, hey, we need to bake and da da da. And I said, Well, that's all well and good, but I can't bake and do all the wrapping and do all this. And guess what? Tell me. My husband picked up all the wrapping, meaning <gasps> yeah. my husband literally sets up a table in our bedroom mm-hmm. every single year in December, about two weeks before Christmas. Any gifts that we buy, he brings in, he wraps everything everything You're i genius. know this and i don't and love this about steve holt yeah it I is love truly that. 
one of the best gifts, but to allow me time to bake, that's yes. what I love to do. And I'm not right. saying he loves to rap, but he knows that it allows me to do what I love. And so he will then turn around and do all the rapping. I yes. think he does love to rap because of the stone rap. Yeah. Well, there's that part of it for sure. <laughs> he does love the stone rap. He's like, I can't rap with anything else. I know. But but true story. But he does that. And I'm sure it's it's as much of an act of service for him totally. to do that for me as it is for me to bake. Anyway, that, that was a tangent. But the one thing That's that I remember. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try that line on Taylor tonight. Mm-hmm. So see what comes about. I know. I have friends that I will tell them that he raps and they're like, what? And I'm like, I. It's this is how it is. happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. That was a tangent. I apologize. That we adds. never do tangents around here, no, so please never. stay on task. But <laughs> what I what I remember, I and here's the emotional component behind it. Because first of all, I'm not an emotional person. I'm not a sentimental person. I'm not. She's a like sheep. me. She's a cold hearted crier. She's not a crier. None you of that. Say that. I've known you too long. Both of you. You're both full of it. Keep going. But so my mom had a cookbook. I remember. I can picture mm. it with vanilla stains and uh-huh. torn out pages you guys can picture the book uh-huh. right anyway oh, it was it was called the betty crocker cookie book cookie spelled c-o-o-k-y okay. not c-o-o-k i remember Why do it people do that anyway it was straight up from i think the 60s probably sure. 50s or 60s yeah. i mean old school red hardcover like old-fashioned cookies on the front i remember it vividly and i remember years ago at christmas and I opened this gift that was from my sister, and it was this book. Aww. Not the one of my mom's. Like, it didn't have any torn or stained pages or anything like that. But, but Betty Crocker had, book. like, reprint. That book was out of print for a while, at least as yeah. far as I know. I mean, I had never seen it. My sister found it. They had reprinted it. She And she sent a copy to me. And, like, this flood Aww. of emotions came Aww. back. Because it totally took me straight back to so our awesome. kitchen in Oregon and all the things that we did. And it really was then that I was like, oh my gosh, like there really is that connection to like food and the baking and the oh, sharing yeah. with people and all that kind of stuff. So well, and to pull front recipes from the mm-hmm. same book that your mom totally. did is really, really special. Totally. And that's the little candy cane cookies that we make. Like that's right every year. I, right now? Can I tell yeah. you about that? Because I was actually going to bring that up. Yeah, so what? when we came in today, we knew Carrie, of course, because she's like a baker, cooker extraordinaire and always brings us yumminess all the time. But she brought in these candy cane cookies today, and it really touches my heart. And this totally is like a good example. Touches of my belly. Like, it touches your <laughs> belly. That's right. It's a totally just, I don't know, it's a great example of exactly what we're talking about. So in episode nine, nine we, the traditions episode, I was talking about candy cane cookies, and I mentioned it twice. And because of that, Carrie like listened to that episode saw that that was important to me and decided today to bring candy cane cookies. And I don't even know if they're the same candy cane cookies. They're not. Delicious. She normally they're not, but I just gotta buy it. But nonetheless, like, Those are even better than they look. Yeah. Oh, they're so and good. And they look cute. I know. Well, but they taste amazing. Well, they're an almond flavor anyway. I love but they're it. from the Betty Crocker cookie book. We're oh. going to link to the book. You can actually get the book on okay. Amazon. We're going to link to the book in the show notes because and everyone should have that if you have recipes that. recipes to mm-hmm. anything that comes up. Anything yeah. that we come that we talk about that yeah. is specific, we'll make sure that For we sure. include all that. But so I've just found that like when I do things like that, when I make things and I share them with other people, like it really is that act of love and that act of service. And frankly, it feels a little selfish to me yeah. at times just because like it makes me feel so good mm-hmm. that I'm like, I mean, surely other people, like it makes them happy too. But I'm like, I just know the way it makes me feel. Or like when I give somebody a cookie my daughter's dating this boy, for example, and every time he comes to my house, he's like, "Hey, do you have any cookies?" And Aww. like, and you so I give him cookies, up, right? and he takes them home to his family, and like his Aww. whole family is like, "Hey, when you go over there, can you bring some oh cookies?" Like, but that to me, I'm like, I will make every cookie. I will make cookies every single freaking day if I know that it like makes people happy because yeah. it just. Yeah, but that's, that isn't selfish to want to feel that joy. That is just yeah. the way the world works. It just, what goes around comes around. And when you serve and when you give of yourself and you feel joy, seeing other people feel joy, hello, hello. Is that not what humankind should be? Mm-hmm. Like, it's the best thing ever. Well, that's what we were talking about in the last episode is when you serve somebody, you cannot help but be lifted yourself. Yeah. Right? And right. I am being lifted by these cookies today. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am so glad. Well, I will share. I I know, Carrie, you've got um, five things that that are worth pointing out when it comes to food as a love language. But I'll tell you something else that's sitting in front of us. They're pretzel hugs, right? Okay. Pretzel hugs are literally a pretzel with a Hershey's hug 
and three M&Ms. Boom. That's the recipe. 200 degrees. Delicious. Eight minutes in the oven. That's it. And then when you pull them out and, you know, with the hugs that are melted, that's when you put the M&Ms in and then, Mm -hmm. you know, the the hug gets hardened. Well, I think we even have a blog post about hugs. I'm pretty sure sure we do from like a Valentine's Day something. Back in the day when we did. It was probably six years ago. I could probably pull out the date for you because (laughs) I tend to have an iron memory when it comes to things that come to the business. (laughs) She does. She totally does. Well, here's the thing about the pretzel hugs. Um, Yesterday, crew brought me a little zipper bag with four green pretzel because you put all green M&Ms on the pretzel hugs. And he had used a Sharpie and labeled the little plastic bag to mom love crew. Aww. And he knows I love green. Mm-hmm. And so speaking of love language, I mean, pretzel, I don't even make pretzel hugs because my kids love to make them. This is like one of the things that they can just do without even asking me, mm-hmm. right? Because it's so simple and so straightforward. And I felt so loved that my little guy was just giving me these four pretzel hugs in a bag with my name and Sharpie on the bag because it was his act of service. Mm-hmm. And he took it to the next level by knowing that I like green. So I think that Even when though we, he selfishly made the pretzel hugs because well, he wanted to eat them. Duh, but anyway. I mean, come which on. Is, I mean, you don't make pretzel hugs may or may not, not be why I make cookies most of the time. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, if you don't, then you are missing out on sweetness in life. But even my point is even our littlest ones understand and feel on the giving and the receiving, mostly the receiving end, that love love is and can be felt through food. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I love to see my kids get involved. I Agreed. have a little tip about the hugs. Tell what, me. What did you call them? Uh, pretzel hugs. Pretzel hugs. Yeah. Okay. So there's a way to make them, and this is how I actually learned how to make them. Okay. But you, you put need them to outside in Arizona in <laughs> exactly. the summer. For 15 Probably minutes. that would work. <laughs> no, it um, would. That would be a great Christmas in July activity, though. So I'm going to file that Ooh, under Christmas in July. That's a great idea. A party I love to have. So w- try the pretzel hugs. You use um, pretzels, obviously, mm-hmm. and then you use one Rolo. Oh, I've done Rolos before. Yes, too. and then a pecan butter. Oh, oh, M and M. Oh, okay. I mean, it's basically, a take five candy bar at oh. that point because it has the caramel and the and the peanut butter. And the peanut okay, butter and the wowzers. Chocolate. I wow. haven't bought Wowsers. peanut butter M and M, but that I can see that. My husband's completely... love language is peanut butter M and M's. Mm. If I bought him nothing oh for gosh. the rest of eternity, but peanut butter M and M's, he'd be, it would be a win. That's my daughter too. Fine. My daughter yeah. loves peanut butter M and M's. I used to love them a lot, and now my tummy kind of hurts when I eat them. Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> well, you, I don't feel love if anymore. If you eat from a this. whole bag with, <laughs> with nothing else in your stomach, oh my gosh, stop! That is not how I've done it. I found her in the closet, oh, you guys, stop. with a huge bag and <laughs> chocolate all over her darn face. Okay, Listen, moving no on. <laughs> moving on. This is not a. This is not an episode on shame, right? Oh, jeez. Are you kidding me? We all love food around here. Okay, so why don't you share with us then, Carrie, the the five things that you would like us to consider when we all think about food as a love language okay. and sharing it. What's on okay. your mind, sister? Well, and there's, I mean, obviously, plenty to share. These are just a couple of things that came to my mind as I thought about, you know why I share or how I share or what I share, those types of things. And the first thing was find a few go-to recipes that you make really well and perfect them. Mm. And I actually thought about that. I had, a, I had a cousin who was a newly married girl and they would invite friends over for dinner. And I remember her telling me, every time we have people over for dinner, I make the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay, she goes, because I know that it tastes yeah, good right. and I know that it's well-received by people. She's like, you're not going to screw it up. And I'm like, that is so smart, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. I think about it the same way when we share things with others. You, I mean, I have those friends. For example, I've got a girlfriend. Every year for Christmas, she makes caramels. And every year for Christmas, I'm like, I cannot wait to get my caramels from mm-hmm. her. Because uh-huh. like she I know they're like legit. She makes them so good. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about anything that I do. I'm like, I have caught a couple things that I probably make on repeat that I know like crowd thing. pleaser, nails totally. it every time. They're the things that people ask for mm-hmm. over and over again. Um, and so just find some things that, one, that you like to make, but that you're good at and like work to really perfect that because you know then like in a pinch, like, oh, I really feel like I want to do something for somebody. You know exactly what your go-to is. You're going to have the ingredients on hand. You know that you hardly even have to look at the recipe anymore because you've made it so many times. Like those but, things yeah. just allow for successful giving yes. and they make it more simple too. They simplify. Right. If you're going, oh, I want to make something, but I'm going to look through the 300 recipes that I have in my Paprika app. Best app in the world, by the way, for organizing recipes. 
you know, then it becomes overwhelming. But if you know, like, it's one or two or three things and you mm-hmm. know you've got everything on hand and you can whip it out really quick, then it makes it super easy to be able to think of others and turn around and give something or share something really easily. I love easily. that. Well, and the two things that I really pull from what you're saying are, first of all, the tra- the feeling of tradition and that expectation that you associate with certain people. I grew up in a small town where we went to this one lady's house and, and that's, she had this, like, cold room. I don't even know what it's called, but, like, a cold room mm-hmm. where she kept chocolate chip cookies all the time I will forever and always associate Mrs. Moeller with the with these chocolate chip cookies my mom is known for her chocolate chip cookies people I mean Carrie I associate you with many things but the chocolate chip cookies that you make that are based on um Cy Foster's recipe um, which is a bountiful kitchen we'll share that recipe as well like I think of you and I think of you bringing them in and I need them more regularly in my life, by okay, the way. Okay. Done. okay. <laughs> I'm like, cause personally I like to make them and I like to eat them. Right. So, well, anyway. the second thing there is that, um, and you talked about simplicity. I just think there's, there's worth, it's, it's worth another shout out because I think that we all, not, I think, I know that we all have willing hearts and we all have good intentions and we all want to be better about how we share and sometimes the idea and the good in, impre- or the impression or the the good intention is there, and then we don't follow through because it's like one more thing to think about. Mm-hmm. If you always not only have the recipe that you've perfected, but you have the ingredients on hand, right? Well, then at the drop of a hat, at any point, you can yeah. totally do that, and you can feel confident because you're not trying to mm-hmm. figure out something from scratch. Then magically you're a better giver yeah. or you feel more confident in your giving well and you're ready to give right yep. totally at any time at any time have I you guys that. had those recipes because in my early marriage i totally had one recipe yeah because as i said before i couldn't boil water going into my marriage yes but i learned yours? how to make chicken parmesan like a boss mm. and i made that every time anyone came over for Aww. like a solid two mm-hmm. and a half years until i moved on to other things and then i got away from that but recently we like to have people over, so we have yes. people over a lot. And recently, I had started looking up Pinterest recipes for like something new and exciting. Dudes, most Pinterest recipes suck, or I'm not cooking them correctly, and it takes a minute or two That's to like perfect them. And yeah. so I have served really subpar food on several Aww. occasions because I'm trying to mix it up. So recently, I've mm. gone back to those. Like four or five things that I Tried know are going to turn out right? yeah. that are yummy yeah. and delicious anyway. Yeah. yeah, You don't need to reinvent the wheel. No. I agree with That's that. That's the same for me. A lot of times like when I'm taking a meal to a family or something like that, mm-hmm. um, I almost always go to red and white pasta. It's yes, from the food do. nanny. It is like hands it. down from one of Carrie. the best. Kids love it. Adults love it. Yeah. You can pair it with bread, salad, whatever. It, like it's a winner every single time. Mm-hmm. I think when we simplify that way, it just makes our lives easier and people just – whether they anticipate it or not, like, I think they're just always happy. And and we always oh, know yeah. that we are putting our best foot forward when we make something that we feel really confident that we're making. Now, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean don't experiment because experimenting is super fun, oh, too. Totally. I love to find a new experiment recipe and try on it. your children, though, who are yeah. going to give you negative <laughs> feedback regardless. For sure. And that's what I was going to say is, I mean, like, for me, like, Sunday afternoons, we love to, like, try new things and whatever. But that's when you realize, like, ooh, can I, like, move this into my rotation of, like, I really want to figure this out and make it better? Or is this, like... That was all right, but half of it ended up in the trash or whatever. Right. Or that's when you just share it with people. No, oh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Those are the things I usually don't share. The One of your other like classics that I think of with you are the Lage waffles. Totally, Carrie. They're yep. so like I don't. I told Carrie, I'm like I never need to make these in my life because I want to receive that as a gift from yep. Carrie. Well, what's so funny is so I I teach an early morning scripture study class to a bunch of youth and um, I make them food pretty yes, much you every Friday. I just, it, again, it's that whole, like, mm-hmm. I love that. And that is They'll how I show them that. that I love them and they love it. Like mm-hmm. they put requests in and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, yeah. we've got kind of the end of the semester coming up here. And so I was talking about how we're going to, like, we'll have a class breakfast. And one of the boys in my class, he raises his hand. He's like, well, so can we start putting in requests for what we want Aww. you to make? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Sure. And he's like, waffles, hands down. Because that was one of the first yeah. things I brought for them. And yeah. I've brought them a couple times. And every time they're just like, they're insane. <laughs> they came back from like fall break or something. They were like, just so you know, your waffles are like legit being talked about all over the place because they are <laughs> unreal. And I'm like, how can you not just like want to make them waffles yeah, like right? every day when you know that like they go home and tell their friends that like, Those hey, my teacher so... makes the best waffles. Those like... kids are strategic. And kids can't learn when they have low blood sugar. Right? It's like <laughs> a teaching tool it's I've true. used before as well. And mm. man, when kids have just that little bit of something, mm-hmm. I swear they can yep. learn more effectively. Yep. So, so, the, so the next 
the next tip that I um, had talked about was when you take the time to bake something or make food or whatever, double the batch and share it with somebody else. I do that often. Like if I'm doing like to take, I've, if I know somebody who has a meal that they are in need of or whatever, and frankly, I've done it in times when I'm like, you know what? I'm making it for my family. I'm just going to make an extra. I go to like, when I go to Costco, I buy in bulk like those um, the tin, the tin, like oh, the yeah. aluminum like the tin, containers. like baking yeah. type dishes. That's smart. Just because if I always have them on hand, then I always have something that I'm like, oh, I'm making pasta. Well, I'll just make more pasta and make more sauce and I'll throw it in a pan and I'll just be like, oh, well, if I know somebody that had a new baby or they, I know that they've been mm-hmm. working extra or their husband's out of town or, you know, something. Or if you just, just get that little feeling like, yeah. oh, maybe I should, and I'll just you know, pop them on their doorstep. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, really, it literally all it is is pasta. Like I didn't have time for bread or salad or anything. And I can't tell you the number of times that people have been like, you have no idea. Like this yeah. is exactly what, what needed. we needed today. Yeah. And so just when you're making something like just think ponder is there somebody else that could cut that could use this and just mm-hmm. make a little extra it really isn't any more work to make twice right. as much it's true. most of the time and mm-hmm. like you said we really most of the time we'll never know mm-hmm. what it means to somebody yeah yep what's yep. the next thought so fun okay so the next thing is think about packaging and I don't mean that in like an over-the-top, like you have to have like an entire like Michael's craft store on hand to think about how you can package up goodies that you're taking to people. But I never think it's a bad idea. Again, just being prepared, having things on hand. For me, that's like cellophane bags. It might be ribbon. It might be labels. It might be just having extra like paper plates, mm-hmm. making sure that I have like saran wrap or buying those, what are they, I can't even think, well... I personally sometimes buy shower caps at the say, dollar shower store. Shower caps at the dollar yes, store are like the hey, best hidden backup because some secret. people don't know this hack. Yes. So explain the hack. shower caps. So shower cap from the dollar store, you, they usually come in packages of three, but they are the perfect size and shape to go over a plate and mm-hmm. the elastic on them holds the plastic. Or a bowl. On top, or an or, eight by Exactly. Can. Or a bowl. Yes. Whatever. Like they, they're magic and they they're are. super cheap it's and genius. I have them in my kitchen all the time. Some other companies make them that are probably a little bit more expensive. But when I'm at the dollar store, I'm like, grab a couple things of shower caps. Like they're the best thing ever. And really they just, they just pop right on and then they don't come off. It's not mm-hmm. like the saran wrap that like peels up on the corner and then your right. cookies go flying off the plate. So right. just having so little smart. things. I'm not saying it has to be super over the top, but definitely, you know, cello bags if you're like baking little loaves of, of whatever. Mm-hmm. So. I, that's what I wanted to talk about was some cello bags because we have people for the holidays really all the time just kind of show up with things or like oh we brought you this and I'm always a little panicky about like I didn't make anything for them Mm -hmm. so we have these awesome cello bags um, that are on beckyhiggins.com right now that we just came out with for the holidays and they come with these amazing stickers and they're so so handy to have because you can even put York peppermint patties or whatever Mm -hmm. you have on hand or cookies you've made or roll I mean really whatever Put it down, slap that yep. sticker on, and it looks like you've spent an hour creating a really yeah, personal really Well, and they're the perfect size because we, we personally, when we were putting together that product, we made sure that the bags were big enough mm-hmm. that you could put something like a loaf of bread mm-hmm. or a large batch of something. I mean, I think Chex Party Mix, you know, things yeah. that you can make really easily. But you can also cut those bags down as small as you want them to be or mm-hmm. fold them over or whatever. But they're super great to have on hand, even past the holiday season. I mean, mm-hmm. the stickers and labels are adorable don't get me wrong but let's say in february you need something cute well guess what just tie a ribbon on it and then keep those labels for next year when you're putting together packages or yeah. whatever i mean they're darling they are for sure one of my favorites and those cello bags are something i try to hold on have on hand almost well and having the things on hand like we were talking about earlier is exactly what helps you to be better equipped mm-hmm. to be the gift giver mm-hmm. or the sharer or the that friend that neighbor that you really want to be just because you have it on hand so it's one less decision you have to make mm-hmm. it's one less trip to the store that you have to make it's just there it's yep. ready so when the generous thought pops in your mind you can carry it out because you're ready mm-hmm. yeah okay and interestingly enough something that doesn't require packaging it actually just it popped into my mind again and I thought about it last week was it doesn't always have to be delivering something to someone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So our cute little friend, Erin Trimble, and I mentioned her when we talked about Mission Belt. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but she will post on Instagram like once a week that she is having treats at her Mm -hmm. house, like Friday afternoon after school, pop on over and she makes treats and just invites any kids from the neighborhood, the school, her kids, friends, whoever it is that is following her on social media to just stop at her house and get a treat. She's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like that literally to me is I'm like, 
You would do that. I mean, I, yes. You would do that. This might be the. I will oh, do that. Oh, oh people. I'm Seriously, no. I've, I've seen her do it a couple times now. Yeah. And I'm like, even if it's not in any sort of regularity, like if you can't say I'm doing it every Friday or whatever, if there's like a special occasion or you just like are on a whim are like, you know what? I'm going to just make some treats and I'm just going to put it out there that just stop by. I baked cookies today. I think we should all do that. Oh like gosh, even one time. Best? It sounds really ambitious, but I'm like, I, you reminded me about that because I knew that Aaron yes. did that. And I think it's incredible, but like, I mean, that doesn't have to even become a tradition, mm-hmm. even if you just did yeah. it one time. I will mention because you've brought Erin up a couple of mm-hmm. times. We love Erin. She's our She's personal friend awesome. here that lives locally. She actually is our editor here at BH. Um, but Erin's, she has an Instagram account that she set up specifically on motherhood. Mm-hmm. It's not related to food, really, but it's really incredible. It's so good. It's so good. And so we'll make sure that we link to that in the show notes as well. But it's Motherhood Magnified. Isn't yep. that what it is? Yep. Mm-hmm. Motherhood Magnified on Instagram is a really inspiring uplifting encouraging place on on the instagram to get you all feeling all the things about about you in your motherhood and not in a competitive way but in an inspiring Mm -hmm. like oh i should try that or i should read that Mm -hmm. or i should because there's recommendations and anyway so even i was gonna say and even if you're not in a season of life where you are a mother to your own children Mm -hmm. there are things that are shared there that just are yes uplifting in just life in general so yeah it's definitely a good account to check out sorry that again tangent Mm. oh anyway what we do i know this is how we are okay tip four something else to think about what's that be aware of food allergies specifically Mm. if you are taking something to someone Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of food allergies out there anymore. I'm becoming more aware of them. But just if you know that you're taking a treat or something to your friend mm-hmm. who has celiac or mm-hmm. is allergic to dairy or something, you know, showing up on their doorstep with a gallon of ice cream might not be the best, like, Maybe most not. thoughtful thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I think it's important for us to just kind of know who our target is. For example, I know a girl and she she has celiac and there's another child in her family, I believe, also that is gluten intolerant. And I'm like, oh, it's always so hard because I just – I want to take something to her, but I just – I don't know – what to take because mm-hmm. I'm not really good because those aren't things that my family deals with personally. And so just being aware, I was talking to another friend and she goes, oh, just for a couple ideas, Rice Krispie treats mm-hmm. work great for somebody who needs something that's mm-hmm. gluten-free. They're like macarons typically are gluten-free because they're made with almond flour and not, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so it was just interesting. So just kind of being aware if and when you are, or let's say you've been asked to take a dinner to somebody, yeah. just be aware. Are there any food allergies? Well, if if I've got somebody who is dairy intolerant, my red and white pasta is probably not the best dish to take probably to their house. Probably not. Because right? it is <laughs> whipping cream and cheese and all that kind of stuff. So I think just being aware, we want to be giving and we want to share that way. But especially if it's directly for someone specific, just be yeah. aware mm-hmm. of anything that, yeah. that might kind of stumble in your path that you need to be avoiding when you're making something. That's good okay, advice. Okay, I have a sad story to tell about oh, this no. guy. Dear. So we have a family, good friends of ours, who have several members of the family that are gluten intolerant. And my friend was having surgery last year, and so I wanted to make a series of freezer meals to bring her. And of course they have to be gluten-free. So I like put my little thinking cap on and hop on Pinterest and get all the gluten-free latest and greatest. And I make her these meals. And one of the meals made her sick. Oh no. And I think what happened was, and this is something really to focus on when you're talking about allergies, especially if it's someone with a severe allergy. I think what happened was, is I had used something had touched something else yeah. cross-contaminated and it, ha- it was cross-contaminated mm-hmm. so even though I was using purely gluten-free things I had done something wrong in the preparation it didn't make her like horribly sick but one of the meals did like give her some tummy troubles Aww. and so cross-contamination is a real thing especially when we're thing. talking about people yes. that have allergies with like anaphylaxis associated with it mm-hmm. so well and maybe honestly, look up a video or something about some tips on that because I feel really bad that that friend got sick, but I'm really grateful for you that you had that one experience mm-hmm. that it, you'll never not remember that. Yes. Yeah. And I thought I was being so careful, yeah. but because again, my family doesn't have some of those challenges. It's like a world I don't know a ton about. Yeah. So I really had to educate mm-hmm. myself on that food allergy. Mm-hmm situation well and she felt the love all the same she did of yeah, course and that was really generous that was so nice <laughs> she well, and I just think pain. too I mean like <laughs> I, I don't know I just as people are learning more of these diagnoses we have a close friend our cute Lindsay Ross who has a son that they're just mm-hmm. discovering yeah. is really has some food allergies and that's been a hard adjustment 
for them. So if you know somebody who is dealing with that, maybe go out of your way to kind oh, of like seek out a recipe because they're probably struggling with mm-hmm. that whole totally. shift in things in yes. their home, you know? So to even like, even to find a packaged good that they uh-huh. might be able to incorporate in, like, yeah. I know she was mentioning to me that she had a friend that had introduced them to I don't remember. Lindsay, if I'm screwing this up, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I feel like she had mentioned something like somebody had found like either like cake mixes that she's like, they really aren't that bad that maybe she wouldn't have, you know, they've yeah. obviously done a lot of research themselves to figure that out. I mean, that's definitely something that we have to figure out when we are dealing with those challenges and things like that. But just to think that you would have friends that are aware of this newly found struggle for your family and that might just take the time to say, you know what? Hey, I just thought I'd try my hat at making some gluten-free cookies. Like mm-hmm. just, I, I feel like if that were me, I would be so grateful that somebody took Absolutely. the time to recognize, wow, this is probably a hard thing. Yeah. And I'm going to try the littlest thing that I can to just add a little bright spot there. It would say yeah. a lot. It says a yeah. lot about the person who would do something like that for sure. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, that what's was... your fifth thing? So the, the last thing that I had thought about, and none of these are like earth shattering tips. Let's I'm loving face it. it. But anyway, I'm it's really, just... I'm feeling some really fun thoughts and ideas about me implementing what we're talking about. So oh, thank you. That makes me happy. No, this it's is just, great. Know that anything you make and share with love will be greatly appreciated. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. Everything that comes out of my oven is not a home run, people. It's just not. I, I know that's hard to believe, but it's true. <laughs> like I don't believe it. I mean, even but, for okay. example, like with these with these candy cane cookies that I brought in today, they're not my finest batch. I mean, I not to not really to degrade the 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 candy cane cookie, but but to me, I'm like, it's the same thing. I'm like, oh, I knew she mentioned. It. I'm like, oh, I need to make candy cane cookies. You know, my hope is that regardless of if they're dry or perfect, like she's like, oh my gosh, that that was really sweet of her to think of that. Right, exactly. Pat on the back. Anyway, no, Pat that's not what it's about. Back. But really, well truly, done. you know, I've delivered many a Texas sheet cake. Some are the most amazing thing I've ever had. Others are like, yeah, it was all right. It was a good cake. But I'm sure whoever received it was grateful for it. And so I think that's what's important to remember. It's not about... Like, I'm the best cook, and look at this. I mean, really, it is just about, you know what? I thought of somebody else, and I thought of something they might like, and I did something about it. Anything you don't have to cook becomes like 50 times better than it actually Seriously. is because a you didn't have to cook it to Seriously. the men. A to the men. And whether that's a full dinner or whether that is literally like a bag with five chocolate chip cookies because there's five people in your household and everybody gets one and whatever. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just know for me, like it just all the live long day and whether that relates to food, I just think, and I know that it's a quote we've heard before, never suppress a generous thought. That's I feel like I've heard it recently. Yes. And that is just yes. being mindful of those that we live around, those that we interact with on a daily basis. That's part of why I make food for my cute little class every Friday morning, just because I love them. And that's one way that I can show mm-hmm. them that I love them. And again, I hope that's something that years down the road, they'll be like, I had this teacher and we had an early morning class and she made food for us. And, you know, or that yeah. they might go on and say, oh, hey, can I get your recipe? Because I want to learn to make those waffles or whatever. You mm-hmm. never know when something like that is going to generate an idea for somebody else that would like to help them develop a talent and a skill because of something that you shared with them or whatever. I don't know. I think there's so much that comes from just reaching out thinking of other people and doing something about it. Yeah. Well, Not- and it creates that connection, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. I do this actually for my kids because um, obviously they shockingly don't love every single thing I cook. What? I know. What? I know. I have loved everything I'm sure that I'm the made. only person in the world that has this issue, but sometimes my very good recipes are not impressive to my children. And so even though some of the things they like are not like my favorite things, if I know, so, you know one of them's having a hard day, I'll try to make that favorite meal and say, hey, I made this That's meal cool. for you because... I knew you were having a hard day, buddy, and yeah. I just want you to know I love you. Yeah. And it works really well with them. Oh, in my house, kids. that is pigs in a blanket and sweet potato fries. Oh, Guys, awesome. we are talking like straight up elementary school. Like, I don't oh. know, but I am telling you what, my little guy, because first of all, it's something he can make. He loves to like get yeah. out the pre-packaged crescent, crescent rolls, rolls and do and that. But like to him, that's a big up. deal. And that is a way for us to connect not only through that food, but through that time that we get in the kitchen together. I love because that. he loves that too. So... That's tip number that. six that's not even on my list. It's not even on the list. Just involve your family. Involve mm-hmm. your family and the people that you love and encourage them. You know, I've got a daughter who's just, I love her. And she just every once in a while has some struggles with 
friends and I mean they're teenagers and I know I know teenagers struggle with but we were honestly just having this conversation yesterday as she's just like well I just you know no and I've got friends and they do things and they don't invite me and all that and I just remind her I said sweetie you're not the only one sitting at home being left out yeah Mm -hmm. I said so your job is to think about who else might need a friend right now who else might need a quick little text letting them know you're thinking about them or who Mm -hmm. else might love it if you brought them cookies and we're like hey I baked yesterday and here you go like I think it's just important yeah. for us to remind, especially our children, as they are growing up, to always be thinking outward mm-hmm. instead Absolutely. of inward. It's so easy in any day and age, but particularly in our day and age, to get caught up in us. Oh, yeah. It's all Heck so yeah. selfish, yep. which sounds oh, yeah. terrible. It's, no, it's not totally the is. It's not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. We're very, we're very, we're very egocentric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, the media and every, you know, all the, the world right now points us towards you know, us being the most important and everything pertaining to us. And when you find you get in that headspace of like, the world is happening to me is when you get miserable. And things totally. like food or cookies, mm-hmm. it can honestly be like a little security blanket because she's not going to walk up to a door and knock on the door and say, hey, I was feeling down and thought you were too. Let's be buddies. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so much easier to go up and be like, hey, look at these delicious yep. cookies I brought you. Yeah. yeah. It's yep. like a little like in. Well, yeah, and, going back to, and going back to the beginning, like food just connects people. I, yes. I feel like when food is involved, it allows us to connect and kind of break down walls that might otherwise mm-hmm. be up there because all of a sudden like when you've got a soft warm cookie in your hands like all of a sudden your heart kind of softens a little bit and you might be willing to share a little bit more than you yeah. were five minutes ago your blood I sugar mean, comes up your heart melts and I magic know. happens it's true all of that is true i have so. a feeling that's going to be a really beautiful sound bite oh, from this yes. episode i'm gonna need a cookie cookie graphic too. Uh, i will add one more thing yes, to what you're please. saying about involving the family no, and I, only mine only mine. i really just barely thought of this but the last couple of years something that we've been doing in our family that's been awesome, but not perfect. We don't have a perfect system, but it's definitely helping as we have this little rotation of who's doing what for which week, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like a spinny wheel, like a circle within a, you know, a larger circle. A job chart. A job chart. It's totally a job chart. And for one week at a time, I have what we call our kitchen assistant. Mm-hmm. So each of the kids takes a turn be my kitchen assistant. I say mine, but David and I are pretty equal in the kitchen. David's um, actually pretty good in the kitchen. Yeah, he's really... He's a good little cook. He's better than I am right now. I'll say that. Just because of, <laughs> again, going back to the struggle I talked about earlier. Times and seasons. Times and seasons. And he pulls his weight and he's... I can't remember the last time I stepped foot in Costco. He's the one that does the Costco run, right? Anyway, um, so we have once, um, you know, with each new week, we have a new person who's our kitchen assistant. I love it. I love it because that child knows that they are with me or with us and we put them to work and they learn skills, right? We need Mm -hmm. our kids to learn the life skills, but it's time with, with us. Like it's focus time that we're, we're spending that time together and we're talking and we're chatting and we're Mm -hmm. preparing food and food is love. And we're sharing that gift with our family and they're setting the table. I just, um, I just, love it and it works for us and and we you know some nights we're like whatever we're just david and i will just put pull dinner together together and let let that the let it slip right Mm because the child's doing homework or whatever but for the most part it's a system in place that's really helped our family and makes me want to kind of like make sure that we stick with that for as long as it makes sense so that's awesome um, anything else to share? Are we good? I mean, we don't have to like recap those, right? They'll no, all be in the show notes. It's all like, in the show notes. Yeah. It'll all yeah, be Yeah. We want to make sure that you remember. For no other reason, go because you're going to get some delicious Carrie Holt recipes oh, and no. they will not disappoint. I know. No, I know. Nothing Carrie has ever made has disappointed and nothing that Becky Prophet has ever made has disappointed. Oh, thank you. And you guys will receive more of my goodness. <gasps> In the coming year, because I have resolutions. No, you yeah. made me a turkey dinner. That was pretty okay. fantastic. Hey. I did it. Well, but it was the day that you were diagnosed with cancer. So I don't even know if you actually like <laughs> You ate know what? I probably should have eaten that night, but I'll be darned if I didn't stuff my face, but good. It, yes. was, it, was, it was delicious. Love, I have had many a good meal with Becky Higgins as yes. well. Some prepared by her and others paid for by her. Yes. So, <laughs> equally that is another delicious. Way, that is equally another way a gift. To, to share your love is... With a gift card or a visit to a restaurant. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> or something catered by our friend, Alisa. I know. I know. Right. Oh, we will link to her yes. as well because oh if you are local in Arizona where we are, she is She's our amazing. favorite caterer for events, for yep. meals. and She we, just did my husband's oh. holiday party on Saturday. Yes, And of we course. ate leftovers the whole next day, and they were delicious. Yeah. Oh, and now they're gone, and that makes me sad. And she's catered <laughs> some of our parties, and she's amazing. And you know who else we'll link to is Bugaboo Bakery, because oh, our yo, other friend, Jana, mama. who was at our boutique recently, she is local also. And if, I mean, oh, 
that is love right she's yep. just baking mm-hmm. treats and she posts on instagram yep. and just says this is what i'm making this week and who wants it yep. and it's just really well cool. and it goes back to that tip of you know if you're already baking mm-hmm. you might as well bake a little extra right mm-hmm. i mean yep. well and bringing up alisa and jana by the way and you know erin does it you know in her neighborhood which is so cute but really if you are that person that has a culinary talent and maybe you're looking for something that to take your talent to maybe another level, mm-hmm. whether it's through just being generous and serving the way Aaron's putting treats out by her front door, or maybe starting a small a small business, a side hustle, something that you can actually, um, you know, profit from. I've I totally had people good. tell me that they would pay money for my I would Levain chocolate chip cookies. Do not quit <laughs> your not, day job. I am not doing that. Is all I'm saying. I am not doing that. But I am just saying I make really good chocolate chip cookies. Yes, she does. But yes, it's not my recipe. She does. But I've really perfected it. You have. And I've worked hard to perfect it. I've made them many times. Well, I'm sure Steve is really yeah, sad about he's that. He's really disappointed. <laughs> no, the tailor who's going to have to pay for new pants. No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I say tailor like we like Like we go to a tailor. We don't. We don't. Then we go to Target and buy the next size yeah. up. Just like the next girl. <laughs> or maybe. Yeah. Whoever has them on sale. I was going to say, whoever's 40% off that week. <laughs> Basically. That's terrible. Well, everything that we talked about is, of, of course, um, on the blog at BeckyHiggins.com. That's where the show notes always are. And we invite you to follow us on Instagram. Now, this is kind of interesting. We actually recently realized that when we set up the Cultivate a Good Life Instagram account, it made so much sense for so many reasons, and then it didn't. And so you can actually find us at Becky Higgins LLC. That is where everything that is BH, including the podcast, which is an integral part of the business, it's all there. So please follow us on Becky Higgins LLC. And if you would be so kind in your heart of hearts, since you can't bake me a batch of cookies, the next best thing that you could do <laughs> is leave us a review I'm on I'm totally iTunes. leaving a review on this episode. <laughs> Unless you, you hate us, I'm going to say In this which is, case, hands do down, not leave us a review. This is hands down the best guest you've ever had. Oh, so I'm going to leave sure. that. I might, I may or may not use my husband's name. I was going to say, alias. listen, Perfect. I know your husband's <laughs> alias, so. <laughs> we do appreciate all of those reviews that are left on iTunes. We appreciate when you tell your friends about the podcast. We appreciate when you when you take the time to listen. We're, we've got each other's backs. We're here for each other. We hope that you feel our love for you and our support for all the efforts that you're making we feel it from you and we just thank you with all of our hearts and also thank you again to this episode sponsor mission belt love them we've already talked oodles and oodles about them but make sure that when you go to missionbelt.com that you enter becky 10 at checkout and save your 10 percent all right guys we'll see you on the flippity flop i'm gonna go eat a candy cane cookie peace out i'm gonna bye. have a brownie bye-bye This is Cultivate a Good Life, episode 14. Food is no. I thought it was good. (laughs) Did you? I really did. It's a love language. That's what it is. Food is a love language. Food is a love language. I love food. I just want to say it. I love, I love food. I love all the food. I love it. But what's not to love? (laughs) (laughs) Carrie, I don't even burp. Okay. Right? It's a food episode. Why not? Why not? (laughs)